You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here we go, everybody. It's Monday, MLK Day, January 17th, and a Tuesday, January 18th. Another week, another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you, your host. Been here with you since 2016. Six seasons in the books on Locked On Lions. We appreciate you listening. Off-season in full bore here. We're getting ready for the Senior Bowl, free agency, the draft, NFL playoffs, Matthew Stafford tonight. we got to talk about that. I mentioned the Senior Bowl. The roster is starting to take shape for the Lions as they'll coach the American team. We'll update you on the roster, and I want to tell you a couple of names of some guys that I really like that the Lions are going to have their hands on uh, down in Mobile, Alabama, uh, the first week of February. Uh, We'll get into that coming up in a little bit. Follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions, and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. You want Lions news, opinions, guests. Tomorrow, Sean McDonough is going to be on the show. Yes, the voice of college football. uh, Worked with Chris Spielman for many years in ESPN. Of course, they were together on the uh, Trouble with the Snap Call for Michigan, Michigan State uh, years ago on ABC. We're going to have uh, Sean on to talk about Spielman. Sean also called the national championship game between uh, Georgia and Alabama, so he's seen some of these prospects. He's seen Aiden Hutchinson up close, called plenty of Michigan games this year. So we want to get Shawnee Mack on tomorrow, and he will join us right here on uh, Locked on Lions. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the show and you don't get it on your phone each and every day, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple iTunes or where, wherever uh, you get your podcasts. Uh, so I appreciate your listening. All right, first and foremost, um, you know, it's funny. Some people have said, hey, maybe next year the Lions can make the playoffs. Hey, maybe next year the Lions can go from three wins to like nine or ten and somehow get in. And in watching the games this weekend, the one thing that I saw was a gigantic divide between the teams at the top and the teams at the bottom. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm telling you that, okay, the Eagles as the seven seed were such a disaster, which they were in their game with Tampa that I think the Lions are going to get up to the Eagles' stature next year. Not what I'm saying. Or anybody that watched uh, Pittsburgh last night as a seventh seed, you saw they had no business being there. With the added playoff spot, with the added wild card spot, certainly means more football, more advertising dollars, more money in the pocket of the NFL, but maybe lessening, lessening the product when it comes to playoff football. What Tampa Bay and Kansas City did yesterday were barely break a sweat with those seven seeds. The top of the NFC with Green Bay, with Tampa Bay, uh, with San Francisco beating Dallas. Those were two pretty darn good teams yesterday, although Dallas was so poorly coached at the end of that game. The fact that Dak Prescott ran the football on purpose, knowing he only had a little bit of time to slide, get up, get his team together and spike the football, and then didn't have enough time and the game ended, is unbelievable to me. It was repulsive coaching. Shame on Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, Dak, all of them. But apparently McCarthy's coming back. Uh, 
which is certainly intriguing, to uh, to say the least. And of course, tonight, Stafford and the Rams, Arizona Cardinals, on Monday Night Football. But the Lions have a ways to go. Okay, sitting here and saying, "Well, Philly got blown out. They're the seventh seed. The Lions would would have done is better, if not worse, or if not worse, any better than 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 Philly against Tampa. No, Tampa would have clotheslined the Lions." This is still going to take some time. Yeah, the seven seed is a little bit of a, a poison pill. And both seven seeds got their clocks clean, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. But that doesn't make the Lions any closer to getting to the postseason. But what I do think is a good thing is that Dan Campbell made many mistakes this year. Many. And I ripped him for him. Other people ripped him. He was a rookie head coach. But even in the postseason, we see some egregious calls by coaches. We see some mistakes made by head coaches, by coordinators, that it doesn't just happen in Detroit. The Cowboys, that was SOC. Same old Cowboys yesterday. That, that was ridiculous. It made out. Did you see the fake punt? And then Dallas got burned? for a delay of game penalty, the play afterwards, because they kept their punt team on the field to try and fool the Niners or have them jump off sides. Then they lost five yards. That was a Lions move. That was an SOL move made by Dallas, the, the greats, America's team, Dallas Cowboys, who, by the way, have lost, I think, their last 11 playoff games. You know, that was almost retribution for 2015 when the Lions got robbed in Dallas. All right? We sit here and talk about quarterback play. Jalen Hurts. People are saying he's the future. I didn't see anything yesterday against Tampa Bay that, that wowed me. Ben Roethlisberger's done, and we can see why he's done. He can barely throw the ball five yards. We watched that in a playoff game. The superior quarterback's won these football games this weekend. And the Lions have to get great quarterback play. They've got to get improved quarterback play next year because Mahomes is making plays, throwing five touchdowns. Josh Allen is making plays, throwing five touchdowns. You see what Tom Brady is doing for Tampa Bay, right? Those were winning teams this weekend. Uh, Joe Burrow is special. Special. He made all the throws. Last throw for Derek Carr was short, not even in the end zone, and intercepted. Derek Carr's good, but he's not special. And you see the change of pace that some of these guys create with their legs, and that's something that Jared Goff does not do. And maybe, just maybe, we got to talk about BMH one day. Bring Malik here. Maybe Malik Willis is that change of pace that the Lions utilize in the draft, whether it be late first, early second, and get a guy in here. Then for the first year, you create a Malik Willis package for this Lions offense to take it to the next level. I'm not saying Malik Willis is going to come in and have Mahomes-like games and Aaron Rodgers-like games. And we're going to talk about Malik in a second. The Lions are going to coach him at the Senior Bowl. But... At times this year, the Niners had a package for Trey Lance. At, at times in yesterday's game, Kansas City had different guys under center. Travis Kelsey threw a touchdown pass. They, you know, I'm not saying Wildcat is the thing. 
But I'm saying you're watching these quarterbacks, not named Tom Brady, making plays with their legs, the ability to, to move around, and that's something that the Lions' current quarterback does not do. That is my point in watching some of these games. I mentioned the Senior Bowl. I want to go over the roster a little bit and uh, who we know the Lions are going to get to coach in the game. We will uh, do that coming up next. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit, which is mine, or eating healthier, which is also mine, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good you'll want to eat it unlike other protein bars which are chalky or just don't have any flavor. Built Bars are amazing. All right, whether it's cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, coconut brownie chunk, so good. And there's only 130 calories in these things and 17 grams of protein so you're filled up after eating it. All right? Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They are the best. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-15. And get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right. So daily, Jim Nagy, our buddy at the Senior Bowl, and his crew are putting together the rosters for the American team and what is it called? The national team? Hold on. I want to make sure I get this right. Yes, the Jets are coaching the national team. The Lions are coaching the American team. Fullbacks, offensive linemen, quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends, and receivers have already been assigned to the Lions team and who they will get to work out and coach for a week coming up in the first week of February with the game on February the 5th. A couple of names stand out to me that the Lions are going to get their hands on and get to work with closely. Dan Campbell, his staff, Deuce Staley will run the team uh, as the running backs coach. He'll be the pseudo head coach. In Mobile, I mentioned Malik Willis, the quarterback out of Liberty. The other two quarterbacks, Sam Howell from North Carolina and Western Kentucky's Bailey Zappi. Zappi's kind of the hotness. People like him. He's not as highly rated as Kenny Pickett or Willis or Howell or anybody else uh, or even uh, Desmond Ritter. But Zappi's a name to watch. But Willis is a guy to me that with his legs, with his ability to move and scramble, that you add him to the Lions' fray, whether it be if they draft, if the Rams lose tonight, 23rd, if they draft uh, a quarterback at uh, 34, whatever it is, the Lions need something. BMH, bring Malik home. Bring Malik here. All right? This is not the Tufts movement, trade up for Super Sammy that I did many years ago, or Ace. When I said always, uh, what was it, always Cam Irving? Something like that. I wanted Cam Irving and Sammy Watkins to the Lions. Both of those guys have had meh careers. But BMH, bring Malik here. I'd love to see a special package of plays for him next season. Where he can come in, use his legs, uh, run some read option, roll out passes. Something to keep the defense honest. And the Lions will get to coach him at the Senior Bowl. I don't really see any offensive linemen or running backs on this list that really uh, make me excited. But then I saw 
Valus Jones Jr., the wide receiver from Tennessee. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. The Lions get Valus Jones Jr. for a week to coach? For those of you that didn't watch Valus play, he started his career at USC. He played three years at USC, and he got an extra year at Tennessee. He was a fifth-year senior last year. He played five seasons in college football. Was smallish to start, then got bigger, six foot, 200 pounds, and last season as a senior at Tennessee. Bear in mind, he played at USC and Tennessee, all right, where they didn't have dominant quarterbacks or dominant teams. This past year with the Vols, 62 catches, 807 yards, seven touchdowns. All right. As a junior, 22 catches, 283 touchdowns. But the key for Valus Jones Jr. is the speed and the ability to return kicks. Now, again, a lot of kicks go back to the back of the end zone anyway. And Godwin Iguabuike this past year did not do a horrible job on kick returns. One thing I liked about watching Godwin return kicks was that he ran straight ahead. He didn't mess around. Um, But Godwin Iguabuike doesn't have breakaway speed. Bayless Jones Jr. does. So this is a name to watch. The Lions need receivers. All right? And the receiving core at the Senior Bowl is not bad. But you don't see the Ohio State guys. You don't see the Jamison Williamses of the world. You have Calvin Austin III from Memphis. Two SMU receivers, uh, Reggie Roberson Jr. and Danny Gray. Jalen Tolbert from South Alabama. We mentioned Jones Jr. from Tennessee, Trey Turner, the wide receiver from Vatech, and Dontario Drummond from Ole Miss, who's a bit of a game-breaker. Um, on the national team, as far as wide receivers go, uh, their group isn't bad. Khalil Shakir from Boise State, Alec Pierce, Cincinnati, Romeo Dalbs from Nevada, Christian Watson from North Dakota State, uh, Jahan Dotson, who we love from Penn State, um, who's had big games in the Big Ten, and Bo Melton from Rutgers, who's got a lot of speed. Um, those are the guys that will be there that week um, playing against the Lions, being coached up by the Jets. So, again, receiver's going to be a definite need. The big guns, the big guns, the guys from Ohio State, Garrett Wilson, etc., Um Jamison Williams, those guys are not at the Senior Bowl. None of the Ohio State guys or, um, like I said, Williams, because he's tore his ACL, will be there. One offensive lineman that I love that I don't think the Lions are going to need, and the Lions don't have a needed offensive line, but if we watch Jamari uh, Salyer play left tackle in the, um, or maybe it was right tackle, in the uh, college football playoffs um, Orange Bowl, Semi-final game against Michigan. Jamari was amazing against Aiden Hutchinson. He played a great game at tackle. And he is going to be coached by the Lions in the Senior Bowl. Now, do they need him? No. The Lions have a lot of depth on the across the offensive line, which I like. And I don't think they're going to take an offensive lineman. By the way, Connor Hayward, the kind of do-everything fullback, tight end, H-back from Michigan State, is on the list and the roster for the Lions. But daily, they keep updating um, who the Lions, who the Lions and who the Jets are coaching, and the defense list is this week. So we'll keep people posted. 
but I don't think the Lions need a running back. Actually, I know they don't. And they don't need a offensive lineman either. Well, it would be good to add for depth. Absolutely. But at the top of this draft, we're looking at receivers for the Lions, an edge, a linebacker, a safety, like I mentioned, receivers, quarterback. I'm not penciling in Brad Holmes considering any O-lineman or any running backs at this time. Remember, he took Jamar Jefferson last year. How about Elijah Mitchell, by the way? Six-round pick last year from Louisiana Lafayette and just killing it for the 49ers. Oh, that's been pretty impressive. All right, what do we do about tonight? What do we do about tonight? I'll explain coming up next. First, Bet Online would like to wish you a happy betting year, new betting year in January as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked on to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online, it is where the game starts. All right, folks, here we go. Here we go tonight. Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams host the Arizona Cardinals on Monday night football for the playoffs. Uh, Manning cast will be on. I'm excited about that. I can't stomach Steve Levy and Brian Greasy. So I'm looking forward to watching tonight. But for many of you, what's tonight mean to you? What, What is your approach? There are some Lions fans that are like, oh, my God, I'm riding Stafford. I want Stafford to win. I'm pro Stafford. I'm in my Stafford jersey on tonight, and he's going to get his first playoff win, and I'm going to be so happy for him. Others, Stafford haters maybe, are going, oh, my God, I can't wait to watch Stafford lose. I'm rooting against him. I'm rooting for the Cardinals because I don't think Stafford can get it done, and it will help cement my point that he's not this great quarterback. I read Rob Parker's piece in Deadspin today where he said, look, here's the column. Tonight's tonight we find out about Matthew Stafford. Is he legit? Because if he can't beat the Cardinals at home in the playoffs with a Super Bowl roster and the dream team, Rams, then he'll never do it. Me? I'm rooting against him. And it's not personal, and it's not like I don't like him. I like him. I'm fine with him. I think the hype has been overblown on him. I think he's a good, not great quarterback. If he does well tonight, would I be happy for him? Absolutely, because he is a good guy. He's a model citizen. Uh, Despite his wife's big mouth at times and other things, Matthew Stafford was 100% class on his exit here. He has said nothing but great things about Detroit. He continues to call Detroit home. And if he were to do well tonight, that'd be great. I would have no issue with that. But some of the national media, some of his buddies in the national media, I think have overhyped him, overrated him. And there's a part of me watching tonight going, what if he throws a pick six again? It would, it would be almost funny a little bit. And what I don't want to hear tonight is if he plays so well, well, see, he got out of Detroit. He had nothing in Detroit, which is not true, by the way. He played with a really darn good defense for years. 
He played with Ndamukong Sue. He had Calvin Johnson. He had Nate Burleson, Golden Tate, and Kenny Galladay. This, this, he had TJ Hawkinson, pro bowler. Don't give me this BS. He played with nothing. I'm afraid to hear that tonight if he lights it up. Well, he got he escaped. The escape from Detroit, and now he's a new man. That's why a part of me wants him to, to, to not play well to sort of cement the fact that, hey, he had some bad moments too. He played in three playoff games. He didn't perform good enough. New Orleans, Dallas, Seattle, all on the road. I get it. Didn't perform well enough to win. Outplayed by Drew Brees, Tony Romo, Russell Wilson. Where are you on this? Tweet to me at Dairy Speaks at Locked On Lions and the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. That'll do it for the Monday edition of Locked On Lions. Sean McDonough from ESPN and ABC joins me tomorrow as we'll talk about Chris Spielman, what he thinks of Chris uh, in, in Detroit now and his role with the Lions. We'll talk some college football with Sean again too uh, tomorrow as well right here on Locked On Lions.